Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bye-bye. The top of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo, Privacy Simplified. Transition is being brought to you by Amy Kite of Keller Williams Realty Infinity. Parking solo today. Speaks is making his way back to the United States after his wonderful trip to the Dominican Republic. So Parkins is here with all sorts of nuggets and tidbits to talk about on every single team. Oh, you on the tournament? Is that what you mean? No, I meant, you know, there's White Sox injuries oh, okay, and, okay. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Cubs injuries. And is oh. Zach going to play tonight? The Bears sign Ogunjobi? Yes, there, there's a ton of a, a ton of news. Well, I, I thought maybe you had uh, consumed some of the, uh, the tournament show last night that I was talking about openly on the air that I had crammed for because I do have anecdotes on basically every team oh, sweet. In, in the tournament from the, the week. It, it felt like high school, like cramming for a test. Uh, leading up to that show last night. But uh, brackets out, the show went pretty well. At times, it was a little bit of a technological nightmare. We'll play some of that and have fun. But uh, I love you, and, you and Dan Muller, right? Me and Dan Muller, who's a great guy. He's outstanding. Uh, I had never met him before. Uh, could not have been cooler. Booked the hell out of the show. Like, uh, we, not everyone ended up being able to come on, but like Vermont's coach, uh, Providence's coach, Colgate's coach, the assistant head coach at Wisconsin, the assistant head coach at North Carolina, like all came on the show. Yeah, Ed Cooley on the show. No, he was the one who didn't come on. Ed Cooley didn't come on. Okay, uh, but uh, Ed uh, is a trip, man. Yeah, no, he he ended up not being able to come on. But uh, Becker from uh, Vermont came on. Um, Cagle from uh, Colgate came on, and then the 
Brad Frederick from North Carolina came on, and then the assistant head coach at Wisconsin was on too. So like four coaches were on the show last night. Uh, Braden Norris, the point guard at Loyola, was on the show last night. It was uh, it was good stuff. Do you think you know more, and do you think what you know will help you? I hope. I, I definitely know more than I did this time last week. That is because zero to what I know now. That's what happens. Um, but I think. I think I'm going to have a massive march gambling. Oh. I, I'm i feeling really good. I'm feeling really good. What's got you feeling that way? Well, two things. One, because I watched basically no college basketball this year. It just feels like that is how it works. It's sensory overload. It's like when Janison Accounting wins the bracket. You know what I mean? I kind of have that vibe going for me. And I decided I was going to start up uh, and and have a new account for this March and like to take advantage of like these great sign up bonuses with with smart with legalization right and so you know one of the places that had the thousand dollar sign up you know I'm a Rivers guy but you know they understand about line shopping and the value that exists out there and so if you start an account and you make that first thousand dollar risk free wager it either comes back to you either win the bet and now you've doubled your money or you get it back in site credit, right? So it's free thousand bucks. So I deposited a thousand bucks yesterday and my plan was like, this is going to be my, my March madness thing. Your stake. Yeah. For, for this account and put the thousand on Iowa plus two and a half, like not even a sweat Lawrence. Like they just, well, there, there was a moment, there was a moment when, when when Purdue hit that that crazy three pointer, yeah. I think that drew in the four and hit the back of the rim and just dead ball bounced and into the. So there was there was a moment they led for like ninety percent of that game as a dog. The three I think only put them up one, so they were still covering the plus two and a half. Like they were basically covering that number wire to wire. So just doubled the new account, and I'm like. Almost already bet it all down to zero again uh, with, ga- <laughs> with games for Thursday and Friday. So, like, I'm just going to be betting big, and I am in, and I'm locked in. But I don't know if I'm locked in, but I feel locked in. Iowa, big moneymaker for me. Because a, a listener gave me Iowa at the show on uh, – because they were on uh, when we were at Rivers on Friday. And I was like, okay, I need to just have some bets in for the games that were going on. And a listener said, Iowa minus six. And I was like, are you sure? And he said, I'm as sure as I can be about Iowa minus six. I said, okay. Bet that and it won. So Iowa's my squad this year, I've decided. Not a bad squad. They've been playing great. They they have they have figured some things out. They have a veteran, a super, super veteran guard. Yes. Uh, why, why does the selection committee still pretend like conference tournament games matter? I don't know. It it's a weird thing. Like I these schools celebrate the conference tournaments, and of course, you should. Why not celebrate it? But, like, Iowa was going to the tournament either way. Tennessee was going to the tournament either way. They win the two toughest conferences, arguably. I mean, I know the Big 12 would argue with you. know, you. The, the Big East, whatever. But, like, SEC got six teams in. That's the second most. Big Ten got nine in. That's the most. So you could certainly make an argument through that metric. They're the two toughest conferences. And neither one improved their seating. And there was an SEC team that should have been in the tournament. Yeah, it was just a, it was a weird thing. So, like, I 
you know, you people get all up for conference tournaments, but then everyone flushes it immediately when the NCAA tournament comes out, and it honestly feels like the selection committee is in a room somewhere putting the bracket together, not watching the conference tournaments. Well, usually, I mean, by the time that we get to the, the actual revealing of the bracket, like there there isn't a lot of space left for, and and like you said, like Iowa is going to be in. I don't know. All I know is the styles make fights, and so then it gets super interesting because you're playing against teams, and maybe you've seen this team. This will be the third time that you played them in a conference tournament, whereas you could end up with a bad matchup, and your ass can be gone. It happened in Illinois. It happened in Illinois with Loyola. Loyola was a terrible matchup for them. It was the worst draw that they could have, and then they ended up going home because of it. And there's some teams out there that are like that, I, I always think it's a lot of fun to kind of go from the craziness. And I I felt like this year's conference tournaments were so fun. Yeah, they were great. They're, I mean, even some of the, like, the Conference USA tournament was ridiculous. Did you see what was going on between Akron and Kent State? Was that the issue in the stands? No, the, that, 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 was, that was Wagner. Wagner, Wagner, Wagner. So Akron and Kent State, the Kent State guys were like on Instagram and on TikTok, and they were like talking mad junk. Okay, yeah. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Akron beat them by 20. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see who's coaching Akron? No. It's John Gross. The oh. old Illini coach. He's back in the tournament, baby. He's back are, in the game. These guys are grinders, man. Just he, keep coaching. I was As I was watching Akron Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I just said, that's a perfect place for him. Yeah. I hope that he's happy there. Sure. Because I always really liked John Gross, and he had some success down in Champaign, but you knew that it was capped. You knew that they were only going to go, like, so far with him. I ran into him. We were we were just on vacation, like we went to Grand Rapids and we were just hanging out. And it was in the elevator. And I said to Mel, I was like, "That's John Gross." Like he, and I was like, "John." And I talked with him like for five minutes. He's like, "Yeah, there's a high school tournament. He of was there. He was, and he's he was grinding, grinding, absolutely grinding." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The job took him to Grand Rapids, Michigan. It that sure day. did yeah, take him to yeah. Grand Rapids. So seeing him succeed at a place where. He can just build a legacy if he wants. Yeah. And I imagine there might be some higher level jobs that might come calling since he was able to take this Akron team to the tournament. But it just made me kind of smile. I was like, good for him. Like, this is great. Yeah, well, that that is the beauty of the tournament, right? Like, so, Styles make fights. Uh, two matchups come to mind. Creighton and San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Same style. Right, like that is going to be a rock boring, fight. Boring basketball. Boring basketball that, like, the people who love college basketball will say it's great defense, and then the people with eyes will say it's terrible offense. <laughs> and there will be a real clash, and it could be first to fifty wins. But like, those are teams that would not play each other, get matched up in the tournament, and they're gonna. It's like the Spider Man meme, right? But then you get a matchup like uh, Arkansas and Vermont. Arkansas crazy athletic run the floor huge tall rebounding team and vermont five seniors five shooters who grind the game to a to a halt like a snail's pace so which style like arkansas plays their way vermont plays their way who is going to actually be able to dictate the tempo of the game so i love it like college basketball sucks but march madness is awesome 
is kind of how I look at it. And I used to love college basketball, but and I guess it's getting a little bit better. With do you the trans- think? It, do you think it's because you work here now that you don't love it the same way? A hundred percent. Well, not. A, I guess I should say a hundred percent. Working here has made me like it less. Syracuse being bad uh, ha- has made me like it less because I have less like rooting interest. You're not to- connected to anything. Yeah. Like if you would have told me five years ago that two of Bayheim's kids would be on Syracuse and one of them would be their best player and I didn't care about their team, I would be like, what happened? <laughs> did, did you leave the industry? Like, did you did you forget? Did you hit get a head injury? Like, how how could but. Yeah, so I think it's a couple of things. And, man, like, you get back here and you can watch a lot more NBA and you watch the NBA for work. And, obviously, I always knew and loved the NBA. And, like, the basketball is just better. Like, part of what makes college basketball awesome is, like, the fans and the pageantry and all of that. But I can get that in March. I don't necessarily need that in December or January for my entertainment value. I get it. But it was really – like that's what I mean, though. I – I had a blast this weekend where I'm just like, oh, let me watch these weird games kind of play out. Yeah. I was watching the, the the Conference USA, I think it was the semifinal, where you had Middle Tennessee State, they did the, the football play as an out-of-bounds, and I'm like, you don't need to do that. <laughs> but they did it, and then they turned the ball over, and they probably lost the game in, in a triple overtime game. Like, Kind of getting a little too cute. It was very Matt Nagy esque. I'm just sitting there going, "You don't have to do this. Like, just inbound the ball, right, and get fouled." And nope, they didn't, and it turned on them. It was it was a lot of fun. Like the games were competitive, and there was stuff on the line. Well, that's the thing about this time of year: college basketball in December, where seemingly nothing's on the line. No, thank you. No, thank you. College basketball with the last time these guys are ever going to play basketball on the line, unbelievable sports theater. You know, I, I really do think Thursday to Sunday, 64 teams down to 16 is the best four-day thing. Like, Super Bowl is obviously the biggest single sporting event. I love the Masters as a four-day thing. But 64 teams down to 16, Blue Bloods get through, Cinderella stories emerge, buzzer beaters, crazy upsets. And usually from there, the chalk takes over. Usually, which is what most people will would root for, and I would too. And it's just, a, it's a fun, like, a, it's a fun TV experience. First game tips at, like, 11.30. Loyola's the first game, and they it, play Thursday at 11.30 on CBS. I thought I they were Friday. Oh, Friday. I think, those, sorry, I think those games are Friday in Pittsburgh. First game Friday. Yeah, first game Friday. Uh... And, but yeah, but like, it's just, oh, there is college basketball of consequence on for 11 hours. It's great. It's absolutely great. How are you feeling about your White Sox? I'm not in a great place right now. Really? Yeah. What's the issue? Well, the issue is that you sign a guy that seemingly could take the spot as your eighth inning setup guy, and he's got a nerve issue in Joe Kelly. So that's an issue. I like the Josh Harrison signing, but I like him as your extra guy, not as your guy guy at second base. But, you know, whatever. I also don't like that the Twins seem like they're in it now. Like, they seem like we're going to be active. We're going to spend. If you look at where their payroll is at, their payroll is at $95 million, And over the last few years, they've been around $130 million dollars. 
So they've still got some money to play with if, if the budget stays the same for the Twins. There's that. There's, oh, Michael Kopech was sick, so he's not full go when he walks into camp. That sort of stuff. Craig Kimbrell's still on the team. I, I was hoping that that would change soon because then everyone can have their roles defined and then Tony can't use the excuse at the end of the, the season or the postseason. Well, you know, we had this guy that this, this is what he does, but you brought him in here and your general manager gave you a piece for you to manage because you're the best manager of all time. You should have been able to manage it better than the way you manage it. So, yeah, I got a lot of White Sox angst. I like that. All of that makes sense individually. I would say to you, they're still really good. Well, really good. And can I? And I know Kimbrel's on the team for now. For and, now, and that is going to change, and that will change this number that I'm going to throw at you. Okay, five. Do you know what that number is? There were five Jacksons. There were five <laughs> members of Voltron. Mets, Dodgers, Yankees, Padres, White Sox. What? Favorites to win it. Payroll. Oh, payroll. They have the fifth highest payroll in baseball, man. That's good. That is that is like a thing that is worth celebrating. Now, Kimbrell, I assume well, that money will come be, off. And I don't maybe someone will take all of it. Maybe you'll have to help them out in some way. And there might there could be Something. some changes because someone signs Correa or someone signs Freddie Freeman. I, I'm not saying it's done. I'm not saying it's done, but they're in camp, smack dab in the middle of their window, and Jerry Reinsdorf's team is spending more money. Then the Boston Red Sox, Houston Astros, Philadelphia Phillies, Los Angeles Angels. Like, like that is that is not an insignificant I agree. development and commitment. And I'm not saying it, it wins you anything. With with all the money that they spent, they still need to spend more. Of course. I I'm with you. It's it's not a it it doesn't win you anything, but it absolutely does show relative to the marketplace and relative to their history and to their history that this is no joke. Like they, they are White Sox fans will not need to worry at the trade deadline about them adding. You don't do this. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't hire Tony La Russa, spend top five in payroll okay, but wait. to then get cheap. Wait, because there's evidence of this. And it was the 2021 Chicago White Sox. Well, they they ate the 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 money for for what for Eaton, right? Not for Eaton. Uh, yes, but yeah. here's the problem that you signed Adam Eaton when you could have signed Michael Brantley, right? And that was you trying to go cheap and say, oh, well, we'll bring this guy in here to play right field when when he not only was he not an everyday player, he's. He's not even really a player. I, Lawrence, I we talked about that a lot. I know you hated it. It from the it, moment it happened. I, I I know. And it it obviously didn't work, but they treated it like a big market team. I, I agree, but the, my point is that when they had an opportunity to spend extra money to get it done correctly, they chose to go the uber cheap route and they jumped out to go get Adam Eaton. That was one of the first signings. I remember. Uh, and it was like, why are you, What? who is bidding against you for, for the White Sox? So, yes, 
I am happy that their payroll is as high as it is. Now we get to go, are you spending smart? And when you do have a chance to, to spend big, are you trying to go on cheap? Because to me, that them not having Michael Brantley last year, I thought was a significant reason why they weren't going to advance in the playoffs. And, and, and that, I'm not sure. I'll concede the point. Um, by the way, if, you, if I was doing favorites, they're third. So they're actually higher in terms of the favorites oh. for, for, for Vegas to, to win this whole thing. They're, sec- they're second to the Astros in the American League, but, but third in all of baseball. So in terms of like fifth in payroll, third in odds, they're actually spending pretty good in terms of their winning expectations. And to me, it's not that much money now for them to find legitimate backup catcher yeah. and right fielder. And, and I think you could always use more pitching, and we'll see what happens with Kimbrell and how much money actually comes off the books and if another player comes onto the team. But I just think that, like, that – did you ever think you'd see it? Chicago White Sox top five payroll in baseball? Yes, because – okay. Yes, because of the desperation of Jerry Reinsdorf. And I mean that in, a, in the best way. Like an Illich in Detroit, yeah, like, like I want to win one before I die situation? Another one, but yeah. I, I, wa- I well, want to win. And when you look at the way the core of this team, how can you not? Which is why I go back to last year and go, how could you not when you had all of this stuff that, that's available? They're so loaded in the middle of their lineup. They're so loaded with talent. I don't want them to not win because – you weren't willing to go the extra mile. So go the extra mile. I, I want them to be in, in the Freddie Freeman and Carlos Correa talks. They're not, but I want them to be in those. Go the extra mile because Tim Anderson deserves it. Aloy deserves it. Abreu deserves it. All these guys deserve it. But when I start looking at their rotation, I see a guy coming off a knee injury, a really, really good pitcher, a guy who's a cipher, a guy who's not very good anymore. They need to continue to spend. I'm in agreement with you. I'm just saying the fact that their payroll is where it is tells me that they will. It would not make any sense, fork in the road, go down this path of hiring the short-term manager, spending all of this money, being top five in baseball, being in the middle of your championship but, window. But, that, but that's what I mean about last year, where you well, had, every team has some I, holes, I, you know? I, like, I agree, but... You're not going to have a perfect team. They walked into a season thinking that Nick Madrigal was going to be their everyday second baseman. Right. That, that, that they were going to have Yasmani Grandal catch all of those games last year and not have a legitimate defensive backup at catcher. And then Adam Eaton is your starting right fielder. And you ran out to get him. So, yes, they spend, but there were moments when they could have actually made the big boy move, and they were like, nah, we're, our team's on the field. I, I hear you. They were, not, they were a flawed team, and it hurt them. I just, when you say, like, what's the number? Like, is it $200 million? Whatever it, it takes. Whatever it takes. Yeah. This is a, a sport with no salary cap. Sure. The the Mets are spending two hundred and forty nine million right now. You're at one eighty three. League average is one nineteen. The Cubs are at one oh two. The White Sox have a payroll as of now that is eighty one million dollars more than the Cubs. 
what happened with the Cubs Correa thing? Because that felt like there was some energy moving towards that would be a, a, a really big statement. I know that some of this is that Correa might sign a one-year deal because there's some stuff with the with him and Boris where if he signs a long-term deal, Boris gets like a bigger cut of it. So he might sign a one-year deal and then sign a long-term deal next year. Yeah, I I feel like our guy John Morosi put the Correa stuff out there to the Cubs and was connecting some dots from before the lockout, and I'm not sure if it's still applied post-lockout. I never thought – like, I wanted it. I, would, sure. I, I mean, it'd be amazing. Um, I just didn't get the sense that that was going to be a thing. That Like, I'm, I'm expecting a 70-win season on the north side. Like, I, I think it's going to be pretty ugly. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to be. What was, was the number on them? 70, 73? Two and a half, I think. For okay. The, yeah, I, I think they're going to be very bad. Wow. Yeah, but, but by design. You know, I know it's not the same as back in the day with, like, losing, and I don't think it'll be a prolonged uh, period, but, like, they're, what do they do well? But what what is the strength of the Cubs? They don't have a ton of swing and miss stuff in the rotation or the bullpen. They don't have a ton of power, and they're not an amazing defensive team. They're okay. Like, they, they're not a very good team. The division's not very good, so maybe they can, like, pick off some wins, you know, and against against the Pirates and the Reds, but like they're not they're not going to be good this year. It's going to be a tough, tough, tough season. So I would trade problems with you. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for, for, look, for, for look, your angst. Look, I got these penthouse problems, but yeah. they still problems. Sure, sure, a- absolutely. Uh, did you see how much money Christian Kirk got? With the Jags? Yeah. Well, what did he sign for? This is insane. Alan Robinson's going to get a billion dollars. Uh, Christian Kirk got a four-year, seventy-two million dollar deal with up to eighty-four million if he hits his incentives. What was the guarantee? Because that's the I, number that I, I care. about. I know. I haven't seen it. My yet. guess is it's somewhere around forty-two. Yeah that that is an. Oh, oh. He has no never been that productive ever. Maybe Alan Robinson played all of this right. He's going to. I mean. I mean, he's older, obviously, but... Isn't Alan Robinson still only 27, 28 yeah, years yeah, old? Yeah, yeah, but that is that is a big, big, big contract. Uh, so, yeah, Bears made a surprising move that I didn't see coming. I love it. We'll, che- we'll check... Yeah, me too. We'll check in in uh, Pittsburgh to see how they're coping. Uh, Mitchell! With, with Mitch Trubisky, Ryan McGuffey will be on the show... Uh, this Brady thing cracks me up on a so great on a number of levels. I didn't get a chance to talk about it as much as I wanted to, but yeah, they, I can't it's decide. So great. I can't decide what the funniest part of it is. Him so, and Ronaldo. So, yeah, so, That's pretty damn funny. It's pretty great. Are you done? Oh, well, uh, How about including no. in his tweet unfinished business? You don't have unfinished business. He does, man. He didn't he, like going out and losing. He, he does not have unfinished business. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, Tanny is out but still doing production from home because he's Tanny, and uh, that's the show. Sweet. Danny, have a great show. I'll see you tomorrow. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 